I will continue what I started last Sunday because I didn't uh, manage to say everything. I know I have to mention more things, more aspects, talking about pain, suffering. It's not a necessity. We're not going to analyze if we can avoid it or not. But if we look at it the right way, it can be useful. Have Do you know that it helped you in some way? You, you know, it uh, helped to put out certain things, like sort out, removes some kind of bad uh, understandings from our hearts or minds. Um, life has a lot of suffering. And one way or another, we will all go through it. And the the most important thing is how you will react, how you will respond, how you will behave in the presence of when you become, when you come to this painful situation. Um, we we cannot uh, avoid pain, but we can choose our reaction, and as a result, our hearts will be either hardened or even uh, cleansed and just renewed, restored. We know that when um, when criminals tell their stories, um, and I, I can tell they, they all, every single one of them had something painful in their either childhood or young age, but you see, not everyone experienced uh, pain who experienced pain not everyone became criminals and it is obvious then that it's not not the pain is the one that uh, influences people's behaviors but their reactions how they respond to it what they choose to think and what enemy planned for your destruction god will turn for good and god never lies he can cannot lie i want to read a few stories today we know of a few first brothers we know two of them that had a conflict and they, one of them killed another we will read from uh, genesis 4 from first verse now adam knew eve his wife and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, and this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel brought also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said, "So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, if you do not do well, sin lies at the door." And his desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it 
came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. And again, we're going to read Genesis 37, two, verses 2 to 4. Joseph, he lived with his brothers. He was... Oh, I think it's the wrong uh, chapters that I sent to you. But it's okay, we'll read. So, Joseph has been born the latest, and it says that the father loved Joseph the most. He made him the special garment. He was really, like, cho um, different amongst his brothers. I don't know from which verses is that it just says that Israel loved Joseph the most more than others of of his brothers and the brothers were jealous they what decided to get rid of Joseph they really wanted to kill him get rid of him um so, but one of the brothers were, was some kind of he had different idea. He wanted to even get profit from, from Joseph. Maybe he kind of wanted to save him also. But he said, let's put him in the hole, like ground, some kind of hole in the ground. Let's sell him. Um, so all these two stories that we read is the results to the wrong behave wrong reaction to pain again in the Cain and Abel's uh, situation where one of them becomes jealous and he sees injustice how I work so hard I work every day and so mm, do you notice yourself in this in these, this mindset where it seems like you're doing so much and others just just get something um, for just without any struggle or you see, see some some kind of injustice so one both brothers worked equally uh, they worked equally, they were offering to God, but one of them was chosen and another not. And it happens in church how some leaders are more noticed, more popular, I guess, more successful and more fruitful. And, and in church, thank God, I haven't seen anyone killing each other. But emotionally, through comparing, through jealousy, through trying to prove your righteousness, we spiritually, emotionally kill, killing each other. Even our prayers 
can be soaked with cursing. You know, one of these prayers where you think, oh, I will put hot coal on his head. If we remain in this anger, this bitter root starts to grow root in our hearts and such people become bitter in church. They become critics and theologians number one, prophets where they know uh, how everything should be. They they think they ex can expose everyone. They notice everyone's wrongdoings, sinful ways. It's like these angry prophets of church that... So how Cain just felt this is not right, it's not right, it's injustice. How about me? Why didn't you accept me? I don't understand. And um, in this in this situation, a, a person remain in his pain, his judgment, his uh, conclusions, his righteousness, his truth that was formed by pain and it's normally not the truth of the Christ. It's just um, this pain just really messes up your mm, mindset, your, your vision and how one sister in Christ, it's impossible to at the same time um, lick your wounds and look at God. You do either one of them and it's where you concentrate your vision on, whether you look into your pain and and contemplate on that pain and then you take your 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 look, your sight away from God and it's like you're saying, I know how to deal with this. I know how I know how to fix it. You stand in the position of a judge who knows how to deal how to sort out the situation and it's it is painful to be maybe not not the favorite one not the most loved one not the chosen one and and if for example if you are the father your parents and you have you favor you love some children over others it's not right but in church, we can have the same feelings. Um, we look at what's happening in church and thinking, oh, look at these people, they're always on stage, or pastors know their names, and I'm serving God, and pastors don't even know me. They don't even know my name. They don't mention me on stage. Such thoughts can come into our, our heads. So do not expect church to be some kind of hev haven or um, like paradise. Uh, church is like a hospital where, where people are wounded, hurt, they need healing. They're not perfect. And sometimes they're angry, sometimes uh, they're they do mistakes sometimes conflicts arise but 
I hope in this is the like a hospital where people should come with a desire to be healed, knowing that God can heal them and and change their hearts and. We all must have this desire to become like Jesus in, in our hearts. And loving is sometimes really painful. Raise your hands who love one another in your families, your husbands or wives. But raise your hands if you know that loving is painful, if loving your wife causes it's painful. I know that is you can raise your hand high. I will not be upset or angry because I know it's difficult. It it hurts to love sometimes. Love is a choice. A lot of the times it's not even going with feeling. It's you have to choose to to love, to do the right thing. Maybe in your heart you would like to do the opposite. If you have different feelings. And injustices, we do not try to justify, but everyone's part is how to react to injustice. And we have our own responsibility that we will have to answer to God. This anger, this hurt in, in Joseph's brother's hearts put him to prison to me, for many, many years. And read his story, it will set you free. And it's not Joseph's fault that God loved him, that, that his father loved him, favored him above others. He did nothing wrong, but he became the victim of this um, jealousy, anger. He was sold. He was. He had to serve uh, in the house of of rulers. He was um, blamed for something he did not do, put to prison. And when God gave him that vision, where something it just this vision of bowing down before him and then a lot of the times he he was in such situations where he could say god what is happening I, it's not uh, what i see with my eyes it's not what's happening in my life i'm in some some prison i am in some hole and when he was put into prison uh, for being accused of um, assault for this woman, uh, normally you would think, I'm in jail, and all the circumstances would show that that's it, you're just going to end your life here in jail. You're not going to come out. But he had a vision. He had been given this promise from God, and he probably could stand on it within his heart. He had this this hope. Maybe it just seems like it's never ending. When you get glimpses of hope, but then falling again, 
and is like waving up and downs. And I don't know what God is preparing you for, but it's like a secret I'm gonna tell. If you ever, not from emotions, but free willingly, if you decide in your heart that you will go everywhere where God will lead you, that you want God's will and nothing else. And it's not like, I'm not saying about these emotional, when you are inspired by hearing some testimonies or stories and you just sing, I will go wherever you lead me, God. But then again, when it's finished, you go out and you live your regular your lives and you're not even thinking about God's will. Um, if you have this decision, true decision in your heart to, to follow God, you know that God will prepare you. God will work with your heart that the, the, the gold has to be put into fire. And so, you know, how Joseph mm, could say to his brothers, he was saying, uh, so basically if God didn't work with Joseph's heart, and imagine if this Joseph that had this vision that his brothers and his father is bowing down before him, and if in that the time God would make him a leader of of Egypt, what would happen? Would be he be a good leader, a, a good ruler of the nation? He would have this probably this pride. Um, but Joseph had to go through big, big lessons and suffering and pains so God could form and change his heart to become truly humble and so ha that he is fully ready to be placed into that position of power, position when you have the power to rule and rule with justice, rule with the fear of God. You, where you respect God and what does it mean not to look into your pain do not allow yourself to talk about it so much always when you meet someone and you talk and talk about it to everyone and it's becoming the main topic of every conversation I know like in this song, like we sang, even if I'm in this hole, I know God, you are good, and you will, you will take me out of here. You will lead me out, but I will proclaim that you are good and you do not change. You know, even physically, when you have, let's say, a toothache. Try to think, God is good, God is good. It's really difficult because, because our bodies, we have really strong sensations and, and it's difficult. Um, but this is what God is teaching us, is to, to look into Him 
just like Peter, when he looked into the waves, he started to drown. He took his eyes away from God, from Jesus. We had this um, story of for children about this Kodelchukas. He was always asking why, 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 why everything happens. He was really looking for explanation and reasoning. And you always try to solve it, try to find explanations. You really become angry that something happens and you keep asking and why, why, until the point of craziness. Uh, but do not dig so deep. Do not try to, you know, be this person who is trying to dig the roots. When you overanalyze some kind of, do some self-analyzation uh, where you're thinking, oh, now I'm going to dig deep into the roots of all the evil in my life, in my character, my my, my unsuccessful events. But God's saying, do not dip, dig into the past. Look at me and I will show if it's needed to be revealed. But I will redeem you. I redeemed you. You're a new creation. And look forward. Look onto me. You see, another thing is that's very dangerous is um, self-pity. When you start to already cry over how how poor you are how poorly you are and demons are standing around you with their hands um, just like thinking wow we will work with this person now because this kind of mentality we need this self-pity it's not gonna change anything um, it's just useless. It's useless activity to have self-pity, cry over your failures, all, all over something that happened. You, you know what is the best God's way, just like that prodigal son who looked around in his deepest hole, deepest failure in life he looked around said where what am i doing here why i i am surrounded with these pigs and in, in this mud i have to go back to my father i have to repent i failed but i need to go back i need to go back to the point where i fell god is good and devil is evil God is good. It's simple maths, simple truth. And God and devil really likes when we when we put all his deeds, his works to God. Devil is the stealer, the killer, the liar. All the de demons have to go out and all of our old nature, fleshly nature. The devil we cast out and the body we we have to crucify. 
the flesh we have to crucify. Um, if it's yes, it's painful to crucify, but it's it's freedom. It's the only way to freedom. And another aspect is that you have to follow the Holy Spirit. You have to listen and obey to what you feel in your heart. God is telling you. If you feel encouragement to bring flowers to your enemy, give a gift, do it. If if you feel encouragement to talk to someone you were avoiding, go and have that conversation. Go and do what's what's unpleasant. But just follow the Spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit. And this was is where we're going to stop today and pray that we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you never abandon us, you never leave us. We are never left alone. And Joseph was capable to suffer so much just because you were with him. You were good to him. You kept that hope in his heart. You you forgive us. You are so merciful and good. Even if we fail, if we, even you are with these brothers of Joseph that did wrong. They did wrong choices, but you are keep keep knocking and knocking at their hearts and calling them to repent and repent. Open our hearts and let you come in and and do the changes do the radical changes. I thank you that you are with us when we go the difficult path, difficult road, but we will walk into freedom. We will walk into the, ch with the hearts changed that for the rest of our lives, the, the days of our lives, we live in freedom not in fear, not in anger, not in anxieties.